0: So in my community, I have uh, a couple of brothers, uh, ancestors for that matter, who, uh, they love kind of mystical theology. They love uh, stories of saints who levitated and performed all sorts of uh, miraculous healings and wonders and prodigies and all sorts of things. And I always, I used to feel kind of bad because I'm not saying that there's only one way of doing this. There isn't, but that kind of, lifestyle or something that 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 kind of example of a saint i always found kind of difficult to relate to because maybe i'm just i'm just a, i'm a little more kind of hands-on practical and that kind of thing while it's wonderful that it happens it's wonderful that, that it exists in the church that kind of uh i don't want to say mysticism as if, as if it's a bad thing uh, but i think you know what i mean that kind of um <laughs> that kind of uh, that way of that style of life, that way of the form spirituality, I just find a bit hard to connect it because it 's just really not me um, so in, yeah so interestingly uh, today 's gospel and today 's saints to the apostle Matthew there 's really nothing in, in that kind of narrow sense of, of, of mysticism there 's nothing kind of mystical about, about Matthew uh when he's called he is the absolute wrong person to call you know it looks all completely wrong uh he like, i mean he was unfaithful to his own people right so he stole from his own people so the guy was more than likely very well more than likely dishonest to some degree but also effectively a traitor probably kind of materialistic because if you're in that kind of a job you're not in that kind of job to you know for the betterment of society you want money and you know that you can fool these stupid people who can't read or write. So, because I can read and write, I can now take an extra 5%, an extra 2%, and gather it all. You know, it wasn't a good way of life, and they were not liked by the Jews. So, Matthew Matthew is, is, is the perfect candidate never to be called to be a disciple. Never. It does, it's just, uh, he, he doesn't fit the mold at all. Because we, I think we believe there is a kind of a mold. We, we believe there is a kind of a, uh, a mold for, for sanctity or an apostle or follower of Christ in general. But I think today's gospel and today's saint shows us that there actually isn't. No, there isn't a mold. There isn't one way of doing this. There isn't one way of following the Lord. There isn't one st- one type of person that you have to be in order to be pleasing to be God, in order to be pleasing to God, or in order to be called to be a priest, brother, sister, Um, holy family mother family father there is no just there isn't just one way of doing this which is great because I can't be anybody else I don't know how I can only be me which means that God is calling each one of us as we as we are minus our sins as we are he's calling us to follow him in a very similar way to, to the way he called Matthew he calls us where was Matthew sitting in the customs house? So, collecting money, he, 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 he called him in the middle of his business world, in the middle of his of his affairs. And he didn't wait for a kind of a supernatural moment of 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 grace, where Matthew maybe had a kind of conversion experience, went into a synagogue, and then felt the call of the Lord or, or met the Lord or something. No, he's in the middle of the kind of the grime and the dirt of of that lifestyle that he was in, and in that moment, that's when he just hears the, just. The simplest of words, in Italian it's only one word. Seguimi, follow me, follow me. And it's profound what, what, that, what that expression, what that sentence can mean to each one of us and to, and to all, of, all of you listening. When the Lord says to you, follow me, follow me, follow me he means you. He actually, you know, this isn't a, a generic call to humanity when he says to you follow me he is speaking to you when he's when he says to you help me in 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 guiding someone in in praying with someone in praying for someone this is again like we said just the almighty god speaking to you this is it is completely personal he's not saying dear mary i don't know maybe better use another name dear rebecca can you become more like Michelle there, please, and then follow me? He, he, doesn't do, he doesn't do that. He doesn't do that. He calls us as we are. Now, this whole as we are thing, we have to take care of as well, because yes, as we are, but it doesn't mean that we don't have to change, or we don't have to convert, or we don't have to improve, or, <coughs> excuse me, or be pruned, or be less sinful. Yes, all of these things need to be done. But these things will take, the, 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 the Lord will guide these things. But the answer to, to today's question is, is that question of the call. Will you follow me? Follow me. And I guess Matthew would have known. Again, see, there's no conversation. There's, there's so little said here. In fact, Matthew doesn't even answer, according to the gospel story. Jesus says, follow me, and Matthew just kind of gets up and follows him. There isn't a, what will this mean? For how long? Where are we going? What exactly do you want me to do? Uh, have we a contract? Uh, you know, the, 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 there's, there's no indication at all as to what following him meant. But I guess, I, and this is guess my interpretation, Matthew would have known that this, this is something serious. Because if someone says to you, follow me, and you're going to leave your lifestyle, something has happened so you've seen something, you've experienced something because why on earth would you do something so radical on a whim otherwise? So I could imagine this, 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 this gaze of Jesus meeting the gaze of Matthew and Jesus seeing into his soul and Matthew as such knowing that he, he knows me. Which means he also knows all the bad I've done. And I presume there's some good in there as well. He presumably knows that too. And he's choosing me. Why? Why? Look around me, there are Pharisees here, there are scribes, there are people who know the law. There There are so many people around here who are better than me. More qualified, holier. And the Lord said, yes, maybe, possibly, yeah but I'm calling you. And I find that just a great consolation because very easily we can auto-exclude ourselves. We can exclude ourselves from God's mission and say there are other people, there are holier people, there are sisters, there are priests, there are popes, there are saints. (coughs) And we exclude ourselves from working with the Lord because, because we're not good enough. Well, it's true we're not good enough, but the Lord can still use us. The Lord can still use us and in fact by the fact by the very fact that we are imperfect and that God still works great things is only a greater testament to the fact that it's him working I came not to call the virtuous but sinners and so as we hear those words this morning may we be consoled by the fact that yes the Lord has called us that We are called to follow him, to live lives worthy of him. And yet at the same time, he knows that we're not perfect. He knows that we're sinners, and yet he has called us. He hasn't given up on us, and he never will. So may the Lord continue to guide us, form us, and heal us, that we might become his missionaries, his disciples, in our world today. Amen.